0: Hi, just coming back and picking up from the last episode, which finished abruptly, I do apologize, but I was speaking about the voices, I was speaking about the perfection lie, I was speaking about um, my belief and experience, and believing that it's a, there's a spiritual dimension involved, that yes, fear travels in our thoughts and in our emotions, absolutely, but um there's something else I believe that's going on when the drive is towards self-destruction, and yet you, the person, or in this case me, the person in the body, I didn't want to die. I want. I was striving to live, and yet I was going in the direction of death. And I really felt driven and bound. And um, I was also saying in the last episode, or the last half. I'm so sorry it got interrupted. But um, I was saying that what comes against that lie is truth and the experience of love and grace. And so I'm going to pick up the story where I left off. And I do encourage you, if you are listening to this fresh, please do go back and listen to the episode before so that this makes sense. Okay, picking up where I left off. In. Early, you know, I'd hurt my back. This is part of my recovery story. But I remember reading a book by a guy called Thomas Harris. And he said, you know, we we can't prove that people are important. We have only the faith to believe that they are because of the greater difficulty of believing that they are not. And at that point in my life, it's like, oh, my God, if you can't give me something better than that, I might as well just say goodbye now. I'll share my recovery story a bit later. But the point is that, you know, You need to be talking to people who know your worth and value, who know your unconditional worth and value, regardless of where you sit right now. And you need to know that. You need to experience it. And that's where I invite you to consider a relationship with God. And that's, you know, to me, that's the gospel. The gospel is that God loves us. He created us for relationship. When we go our way, which he understands because it's part of our humanity, and I'm not going to get lost in that story right now, but You know, we all fall out of that relationship. We go our way rather than in connection with God. That's kind of the story of Adam and Eve in the garden. You know, they had so much freedom. And I'm going into the story and I don't really want to. But the point is, God's ways are good. He's, you know, he doesn't put, he doesn't say no to hurt us. He says, no, there might, there are boundaries. Have you noticed if you're a father or a mother, or you've had a father or a mother, and we all have. They don't let you have everything because they know what's in your best interests, And often, when we don't listen to that and we go our way to try and go, oh, they don't know what they're talking about, we often, have you noticed, we suffer the consequences. So they're older and wiser Now, if our father or mother love us, my understanding and experience is the God who created us loves us beyond, you know, we can't measure it. You know, it talks about in the Bible, it talks about, you know, the height and the length and the depth of the love of God—that's beyond understanding—and that love is unfailing, unconditional, unfailing. It never fails. You know, I invited Christ. See, the thing I have come to understand is that this is my belief, and I just share it with you. Um, is that God came to Earth in the flesh as a man to show us what He was really like? He's not—he's not like what we think. He did good. He healed sick bodies. He raised dead lives. He set free captive souls. He's good and his plans for us are good and they're eternal. They're not just here and now. And you know, that article that I mentioned before talks about the protective factors and how a good relationship with God, having a good relationship can really help you and it's not just a theory, if it's just a theory, it's just not going to help you. And what I discovered at 24 in my recovery journey was really the beginning. Really, it's where light first came into my world so that I can see. You know, when I wrote Illuminating Anorexia, I was seriously illuminated. Not, not just in one hit, but over time, I've walked. You know, Jesus Christ uh, calls himself the light of the world, the one true light that gives light to every man and every woman and every child and that in him is life and that life is the light of man and that we see by his light. So I invited that light, that one who is light into my heart when I was 24 and I started to see light. I started to see light. I started to see what my journey was about. I started, you know, really light shone in dark places and started to help me see truth that overcame lies. The truth that I was created with worth and value. The truth that I didn't have to be perfect. The truth that God isn't fearful and didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of sound judgment. So the things that are important here in terms of the spiritual domain, there's so much more I could say. You know, I've I've taught for hours in different areas of this. So I've just got to try and make this succinct. But the things that are important here is light. The the qualities about this spiritual dimension and this relationship that is available to all of us. This relationship with one that created us. I mean, it's one thing to have a relationship or to know that God is creator and that he loves us. But then to come into a relationship with that same God and to know him as father and a good father. You know, I know our experience in life can sort of colour the way we see that relationship with a Father God. We might go, Ugh. you know, that can be problematic for people and I totally understand that. Um, but he's a good father. And, you know, he's not, he's not, um, what's the word? He's not, he's not, he's he created male and female in the image of God. So he in, encompasses all that is male and female. But he is represented as a father, you know, Jesus Christ talked to him as a father. Anyway, that's where I'm at. That's what I believe. And I love what I've come to understand in my relationship with God. I've needed a father. My father was good. He wasn't perfect. And, you know, some of the things that happened in my childhood and growing years didn't help me view the Father God in a good light. I sort of felt like unless I did everything the right way, God would withdraw his support and he would punish me and I experienced that as you have your experience with your father and that's not to blame my father. Fathers aren't perfect, I'm not perfect. That's the whole thing about being human. We're so not perfect but we're so loved. We're so broken but we're so chosen. And when you walk in that space, honestly, it brings healing. I can, even as I speak about it, I can feel the, the, the sense of healing and peace that comes from knowing that you are loved unconditionally and that there is a a security available to you that is beyond anything that a good job or a nice boyfriend or a good house or whatever, things that change, things that are subject to change. There's a security that can really anchor your soul and help you thrive in difficult circumstances. There's light that can come into your darkness and show you the things that you need to see. And that's the wonderful thing about God and the Holy Spirit. He will your, your, your uniqueness and your journey is your journey, but there is one who knows you better than you know yourself, better than anyone knows you. And He can bring light to shine in the dark areas of your life to show you what you need to see. And he can give you power to take hold of truth that you've not been able to take hold of and to fight the lies that are trying to annihilate your life. So, all I want to say here um, is offer you the opportunity to get to invite supervision, to invite light into your world, like I did when I was 24. I simply asked the God who is light, who created me, who came to earth as a man and that man was Jesus Christ, I asked him to come into my life and open my eyes to see him and to see me and to help me walk in a way that was whole and free. And you can do that. You can talk to someone, you can read. There's a really good scripture. One of the ones that I really like is in John one twelve, and it just says, um, to those, to anyone, to anyone, whoever, to anyone who receives him, talking about Christ, to those that simply believe in his name, he gives them the right, the power, the authority to become children of God. Not born of flesh or the will of a father or mother, but born of God. And you really start, when, when I received Christ in that manner, when I heard that message and I received it, and receiving is simply been open to it, receiving it. it. That light came on inside. And for some people, it's really, it's a really instant kind of experience. For others, it's a bit more of an unfolding. But I just want to let you know that there is supernatural, spiritual help available to you. And I think this is, a, you know, this is a life-consuming and life-destroying problem that we can face with an eating disorder. It takes lives. That voice can drive people to despair. And I know, and you may too, I know people who have lost this battle. And that's why it is so worth me telling you that there is power, there is light, there is truth that overcomes lies, and it's available to you. You can take it, leave it, your choice. But if you want to find out more or ask me more about this, I am all ears and all heart and I'd love to dialogue with you further. I have no agenda, you know, I have, I have no desire to uh, impose my beliefs on you. I don't believe we can really impose beliefs. I think, you know, there can be outward things that say you must do this, but in our heart we believe what we believe. So I have no desire to do that. That's not the God I know. He would not want me to impose Jesus God. always There was always freedom and there's freedom here. But it's powerful and it can help you. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. And, um, and I'll be talking. I'll, I'll, there will be a spiritual strength and element that I will bring to every aspect of this teaching. But you can take on the teaching without this aspect at all. Or you can bring it into your own frame of reference. And you can dialogue with me about all of that. So I look forward to talking to you further and doing more in this domain. Okay. Hi, as you can probably gather, this is audio that has been stripped from video that is part of an online course that I have developed. If you'd like more information about the course, please go to michellesparks.com. Love your feedback, any questions that you have and um, don't forget to subscribe rate and review the show thanks so much for your time and travel well